You are listening to Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future with Naomi Brockwell. I mentioned in a video recently that Google sells your data. A bunch of people responded and said, well, actually, it says on their website, we do not sell your personal information to anyone. The CEO of Google reiterated this in a New York Times op-ed. Google will never sell any personal information to third parties. Um, the truth is that Google is sharing your personal and sensitive information and being compensated handsomely in return. But what's actually going on in this exchange is far worse than you can possibly imagine. Let's dive into the details. Google is foremost an ad company. In the first quarter of this year alone, Google made $54 billion from advertising. They make browsers and mobile phones and everything, but it's all designed to feed back into their ad business. Bennett Cyphers is a staff technologist at EFF. Their business is collecting as much data as they can and sharing that data strategically so that they can charge as much money as possible for each ad impression. A big part of Google's ad business includes things like search ads and YouTube ads that we're all familiar with. But another big part is third-party ads. There are a lot of different websites and apps that are trying to sell ad space, like millions. And there are a lot of different advertisers that are trying to buy ad space. Google acts as the facilitator, connecting them. Whenever you see an ad on a website like New York Times, or you see it on an app like just a random weather app, the odds are Google is involved in serving that ad to you. When you first load one of these pages, there'll be an empty rectangle on the page which will be about to contain an ad. And there's a split second where you're waiting. You can see the editorial content has appeared and you're just waiting for that to get pushed down by the ad. Johnny Ryan is a senior fellow at the Irish Council for Civil Liberties. He explained to me that in that split second it takes for an ad to appear, a high-speed automated auction is taking place. The publisher of that app or website has a company working for them. And they say to that company, Put the most amount of money in that rectangle that you possibly can. In many cases, it's Google who's working to fill that rectangle for them. Google will list the empty rectangle on a big auction site and invite a bunch of companies to place bids on it. Whoever wins the bid gets to put their ad in the rectangle. The process is called real-time bidding, and one of these high-speed auctions occurs every time you see an ad space being filled. Information about each rectangle is also shared so that advertisers can make sure that the ad space is valuable to them. But that information isn't focused on where the ad is located, it's focused on who is currently looking at that rectangle. The auction is for your eyeballs. Thousands of different advertisers will all be shown the data about me. This is Bennett Cipher's cookie ID XYZ. This is what we know about him. This is the app he has open right now. Who wants to bid on that? Each of those thousands of different companies on the other side of the auction will receive that piece of information, they will have some kind of algorithm that automatically determines whether they want to bid on the right to show me an ad. They will all submit their bids. The ad exchange will decide on the winning bid and then allow that advertiser to load the ad onto my device. And this all happens within like 50 to 100 milliseconds. How is the data about you collected in the first place? A company like Google will install code in millions of different apps and websites. That code will collect data about the people who are visiting those apps and websites. Data like their geolocation, device ID, identifying cookies, and browsing history. For a long time, we were very much in the dark about just how much usable information Google was getting from all of this. But the Irish Council for Civil Liberties discovered a 
document that gives us more insight than ever before into the magnitude of this data sharing scheme. It's a document called the IAB audience taxonomy. IAB is one of two companies that set industry standards for this real-time bidding process. Google is the other. Their audience taxonomy document breaks down how people get categorized in this RTB system. It's got religion, do you work in defense procurement, online gambling, offline gambling, marijuana, STDs. The code 357 would categorize you as a person who has a child with special needs. How much is in your bank account? Cancer, different types of cancer. How long is left in your mortgage? What you're reading, watching and listening to, inferences of your sexual preferences, your health condition, your political views, and your physical location, sometimes right down to your GPS coordinates. Just do a search and you'll see things like latitude and longitude. You get the idea. This isn't an information leak. They call it the bid fire hose because it's a fully fledged deluge of personal and sensitive information being spewed out about all of us for anyone to collect every second we're on the internet. It's our secrets, it's our movements, and they are being broadcast. Let's reiterate an important point. It's not like Google selling data directly to one other party who's buying it. They're just sort of putting it out there and people are collecting it. They're giving away all your data for free. It's everything that makes you tick. And it's just being vented. Vented for all these companies to see, whether they end up paying Google for ad placements or not. So which companies are involved? On the collection side, it's not just Google facilitating these auctions. There are many companies collecting and broadcasting information about you. Google is considered one of the biggest because they have the most success in getting paid for their information. But many other companies are just as privacy invading, including companies that you've never even heard of, who don't even have Wikipedia pages. Companies like Facebook and Amazon also have their own RTB system that we're not even gonna go into. And then the number of companies on the receiving end of this data is in another ballpark. Each facilitator involved has their own list of authorized buyers. These are the companies that they admit to showing their data to. Google's list contains 4,698 companies in the US and 1,058 companies in Europe. Microsoft recently bought a big ad exchange called Xander. Xander says it can share your data with about 1,600 companies. Each RTB facilitator is incentivized to show their data to a large number of companies. You want the most possible attention on this bid request to solicit the best possible ad response. Who exactly are all these companies getting all your data? Sometimes there are companies that have an ad business, but they're also a data broker on the side. Sometimes there are companies that are just pretending to have an ad business and they're really just involved in these auctions so that they can gather this data, profile people, and then sell those profiles of people for other purposes. There are companies that this is their whole business model. They sit in the ad auctions, they collect all of the location tagged bid requests that they can, selling them to whoever for who knows what purpose. This is not advertisers. This is a bunch of different tech firms that do all sorts of weird and wacky things. They also share a lot of information with each other. It is a data free-for-all in almost every sense. So hundreds of times a day, your very personal data is being shared with thousands of companies and then passed along to thousands more. Things like your real-time location data just out there for grabs. This is like millions of data points about where individual people are at the time that they have apps open. And then they'll put those together to track people over time and sell this raw location data to you know, real estate developers, to hedge funds, to other advertisers. 
and to the government. There's a company called Ventel. Their whole business model is collecting location data about people that comes from apps and they sell it to the US military, to the FBI, uh, the IRS has bought it. They probably sell it to intelligence agencies. Uh, it's insane. And that's just in America. Like we have no idea what's going on overseas. If you look at Google's list of the companies that can receive these data, it includes, for example, companies in Russia, companies in China. They're being told where you are right now, what you're looking at online. And that is accompanied with ID codes so that they can connect that to where you were in the real world a minute ago and what you were reading a minute ago. And last week and last month, they can stitch it together. There are bounty hunters that have bought location data on the open market and put it up for sale for a couple hundred bucks for anyone who's trying to track down someone who might have skipped bail or something. There's really no way to know the extent of what's being done with the data on the other side. It's being called the biggest data breach in history. The biggest data breach we've ever had repeated daily. That's one way to think about this problem. This information is out there and what it can be used for is only limited by our imagination. It's so available, it's so cheap. The reason it's able to be collected in the first place is often because we choose products that openly tell us we're collecting your information. And we click the accept button on the terms of service anyway. This was designed to you know, manufacture consent so that these giant companies can keep making a lot of money. Most of us don't even read the privacy policies that we agree to, but even if we did, it likely wouldn't help. Privacy policies are oftentimes a joke. The only purpose of a privacy policy is to shield the company who wrote it from legal risk down the road. And then there are the marketing campaigns that assure us that you shouldn't worry about all this stuff anyway. They have hundreds and hundreds of people on staff writing ad copy and drawing those cute little gummy person images to try and convince people that like, oh no, actually targeted ads are your friends. We are really careful with your data. We never share it with anyone. We don't sell your data. The propaganda from the companies that are making the most money off of this stuff seeps in and it, and it does make an impression on people. It just gives you this sort of like vague sense of trust. This brings us back to the word acrobatics that started off this video. Is Google selling your data? They're harvesting your data. They're sharing your data. They're getting paid handsomely thanks to all this data. But they claim uh, that legally they do not technically sell your data and therefore they don't think they should be subject to laws like the California Consumer Privacy Act that regulate how your data can be sold. So the big question is, what can we do to protect ourselves? So often, companies manage to find workarounds to bypass data laws. And I'm not convinced that simply having better laws will be a panacea. Shining a spotlight on what's going on is a great first step. And holding companies accountable is also important. But you are more empowered than you realize. You can make a big difference in how much data about you is broadcast simply by making more conscious choices about your digital life. Once you install an app, there's very little that you can do um, to control what the app does with the data that it has access to. But you can choose not to install that app. You can choose a browser with better privacy protections, use a better email service, use end-to-end -end encrypted communication. All of this greatly reduces the amount of data that companies get access to in the first place. And finally, just, you know, be aware of this. Talk to your friends because this whole thing exists because people don't pay enough attention to it. And, you know, if everyone gets mad at the same time, I think things will change. It's been with us for over a decade and it's time for it to clean up its act.
I'm a Bitcoin, staring, I'm 